everybody. Thanks so much for joining me for this little chat today. Um, I've just been, uh, it, it actually feels really weird that I still am feeling to talk about this season that we're in. And I guess it's because we're actually all still in it. And with the world happening the way that it is right now, who knows when this is going to end or whether we will go again into another wave of lockdown. Um, and I actually had something else on my heart to share with you, but I really feel like God was directing me here again. Um, so I've just been thinking about what, like, what is normal and that some of us are actually waiting for, I can't wait for, to get back to normal. But I wanted to challenge us a little bit today to actually uh, make your own new normal. I know that this season has um, brought up a lot of stuff for people, myself included. I know that um, during this time when there's so much unknown, so much out of our control, um, and a lot of people responding in weird ways like buying toilet paper, um, you you kind of just wonder what's going on. And I've found the things in me that God needed to kind of deal with as these circumstances brought them to the surface. And I was going to say he could deal with them, but um, it's always our choice, isn't it, to allow him to deal with them or to shove them back down again because we don't like facing that kind of stuff. I'm a little bit off topic, sorry. Got my phone. Um, do you know that, for example, I had some issues with my health and that, that threw me into a spin, but it actually brought me to this place of when I feel very vulnerable, and you do when it's your heart and your health, some of you know that, um, it's, there's another level of faith and another, another level of reliance on God that you are invited to step into. Or you can actually focus on the negative and the panic and the fear and the, all of that negative stuff. Or you can allow God to be who he is or who he wants to be in a fresh way for you. So in this season, we've seen people reflecting and reevaluating. We've seen people rebelling. <laughs> we've seen people doing pretty much everything and anything in this season. But I know that a lot of people have felt out of control. I think I've said this before, but control is actually an illusion. We don't actually have control. We have self-control, but that's uh, fairly limited to yourself. And so this season has forced us to drop some things and it's allowed us the time to pick things up. For some of us, we've found um, the opportunity to declutter and to get rid of a whole bunch of stuff, not only in our homes, but in our lives. Because I don't know about you, but I think, well, actually, I do know about some of you because we've had these conversations, but I think life before COVID was just on this ever increasing, crazy uh, momentum and traction that was going that actually most of us probably couldn't keep going that much longer um, because it was just like we were adding another thing, another activity, another level of busyness and COVID because we couldn't um, do our sport. We couldn't meet together. 
we had to kind of peel back and those of you who were able to work you did work but then you came home and you didn't really go out and do anything else and so there was a whole season of enforced rest and a little bit enforced reflection and for some isolation and solidarity all those things can actually bring stuff up for you I mean the Bible talks about that that when tricky things come at us there's a purpose in that let's read from Romans chapter 5 Romans chapter 5 if you've got your Bible do you know that I have not looked in a paper Bible for quite some time and not that I have any problem at all with digital Bibles because I use that all the time. I couldn't find the book of James. <laughs> I knew it's only a little one. I knew it was in the New Testament. But I just was like, I had to go to the index. And I don't mind sharing that with you because I've discovered new, <laughs> I've rediscovered new things from this pandemic. I found the book of James freshly. Anyway, I'm going there in a minute. But Romans chapter 5 verse 3 to 5 and it says this we actually find joy in trouble knowing that trouble produces endurance or perseverance and perseverance character and character hope now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us now what I was just saying before is that when I or when any of us go through our health issues like or any issues really um, God is there and he's actually reaching out to us and saying hey discover a new part of my character discover a new part of my heart and my love for you and this verse kind of came alive in that when troubles come on us as they will Yep, we get all those things developed in us, perseverance and character, and they form themselves into hope because the love of God has been poured out into our lives by the Holy Spirit. How awesome is that? And then James, which is just before First Peter, chapter 1, verse 2 to 4 says this, Count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various trials or troubles, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Nasty word that. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. It's not really a nasty word, patience. Other translations say endurance. And I think we all like to think that we've got endurance. But... Um, Sometimes troubles and trials show us actually how much we're lacking in endurance. Um, it's a testing of our faith. But see, when endurance, when patience has its perfect work in us, we will lack nothing. That's what that scripture says. So during this time, I know there are opportunity to do so many things that we normally probably couldn't um, because of COVID. But here, I think, is the opportunity for us to grow individually, for us to allow the Holy Spirit to have his perfect work, to pour out the love of God in a greater way into our hearts. Just remove those postmarks and get back to my notes. 
do you know that Mark and I, something something that we probably all have learnt during this time is that we were just too busy um, and busy probably doing a whole bunch of things that get added to us whether we perhaps want them or not but we thought they were a good idea at the time. Mark and I have been listening to um, some really great podcasts by John Mark Comer. Some of you may know him. I know some of our young adults do. Um, and he's got a great set of podcasts, very easy to listen to, very challenging. And um, it's just about taking the hurry and the hustle out of your life. And they quote someone saying, busyness is the new stupid. And so I know that that's a fairly, you know, straight statement to make but I've realized during this season is that we just were way too busy and this is not even really about busyness okay but busyness is part of the problem because do you know that this week actually in preparation for last Saturday's one day women's event God kept speaking to me about this thing that I that he wanted me to do and I needed to just actually um humble myself and be obedient to him humble myself before someone else and be obedient to what God was saying and you know that he just kept nudging me when I would go to do a job to prepare for the one day event he would just go hey don't forget to do that and so I took a step in direction of obedience and then that would be one step and then I'd go to do something else to prepare for the event and he'd go take another step towards obedience of that of that thing that challenging but something I agreed with like often we can agree with God yeah you know what God that's a great idea but we need to actually follow through and obey him because agreeing agreeing doesn't really uh yeah that doesn't really cut it actually we need to obey so I'm pleased to say that I'm probably at step eight of step of nine steps in my obedience I will finish step nine as soon as I finish recording this but now here comes the clincher for you um, and probably the thing I don't really want to tell you and that is God actually told me to do this months ago and I did agree with him it is a great idea it's something that I hope will bring healing to another person but I didn't do it because I was too busy and now that we are being forced to slow down I am able to listen I'm able to pace myself and stop and obey and take steps and you know I could have done steps one to nine really quickly but I wanted to be thoughtful I wanted to actually do it correctly and do it properly and I think God knew that that's why he was nudging me okay you've done step one now let's do step two but um do you know that that's really our job on earth is to obey what God is saying not just what God says but what he's saying to us right now and he'll use the bible of course so hopefully you'll still talk to me after I let you know that um been disobeying God for a few months now just catching up with where I'm up to so oh so what is it that I think is important right now this what is it that I feel like God is wanting to say to us 
You see, in this season, we are finding out what's important to us. And for Mark and I, we're just trying to slow down. We are, um, we are actually looking at decluttering not just our house, but our life, which I, it scares me a little bit because some things I want to keep doing, but I probably shouldn't. I probably should actually make space in my life. Um, the teaching that we're listening to, um, the thing that stood out to me was create a bit of margin because do you know that when a need arises I probably didn't have time before COVID to help somebody in need or to be interrupted in my day to stop and perhaps share the love of God with someone just a little bit too busy I had back-to-back things I was trying to squeeze everything into the school hours before the kids got home all of that I probably was less present with my kids even because I was always busy. There was always something that needed to be done. But I've learnt during this time to slow down. And I'm now doing things that I didn't have time for before, which is not actually true. We all have time for it, but we make choices, don't we? So my encouragement to you today, and this is what I really felt like God wanted to say, is that we've got a choice at the moment what we would like to give priority to. And I felt his encouragement was from Colossians. Chapter 4 and verse 2. And I want to use the word devote because it is in some translations. My Bible says that continue earnestly. But I want to say choose to devote yourselves to prayer. Continue earnestly. Devote yourselves to prayer. Being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. You see, that says to me, I don't know about you, but I'm praying more than I have before, just even for needs. Do you know what? That's another thing I forgot to mention before. When you're going through something um, in times of trouble, you have so much more compassion and care for others who are going through things. And so I am committing more to prayer. If people have a need, I will pray more so i won't just go oh yeah i'll do that later i will actually pray mark and i will pray for people um more so because there's not really much else that we've been able to do i mean it's changing now slowly but the good thing about that and that's that's what this is saying be vigilant with thanksgiving so what does that mean does that mean that we pray and give thanks before we see the answer to prayer i reckon yes But also, I think it's because we're earnestly and devoting ourselves to prayer, we are going to see more to be thankful for. Like, I'm so thankful, as I'm sure you guys are, that Dennis and Andre came through their surgeries well. And that, you know, um, actually someone saw Andre the other day and they said he looked fabulous and they couldn't believe that he'd had heart surgery. So that's pretty cool, hey? Um, So yeah, I'm thankful for that. And we couldn't go and visit. And so we could use that not allowed to visit time to actually pray for people. The other, the other thing in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 4 verse 13 says to devote ourselves to. It's not just one thing actually. Chapter 4 and verse 13 and it says, Give attention to or devote yourselves to reading to exhortation and to doctrine. 
Now, there's one version of the Bible that says that reading is reading the Bible, but it's not just reading the Bible for yourself because I'm actually trusting that we already had a really great, like you and I, our church just generally had a really great um, personal relationship with God, like personal time with God, definitely relationship. You know what I mean? We had our time of, of sitting and reading and praying in the morning. But this is actually talking about public reading of the Bible. So that to me suggests that we should be gathering and we should be reading the Bible publicly. So, and exhortation. You can't really exhort like on your own. I think exhortation is about other people. And also to doctrine. Yes, of course. So I want to encourage you. This is a season when we're working out what church will look like going forward. When I say work out, we've got an idea, but now is the time for you guys, for you and your family to make it make a decision. We are going to do church every week. If you do it together as a family, like we do, we've been inviting people to come and share that time with us, and it's been great. But there's another step again. You and I need to actually take the time to find, and it's a bit of a trendy saying, but to find our tribe. So we have our church family, and you're all wonderful, but we now need to find our tribe, find those small group of people who you are going to commit to doing life with for the foreseeable future. So basically, you're going to look out for them, they're going to look out for you, and you're going to do church. You're going to work out the time that suits you best. You're going to commit to it together. You're going to devote yourselves to prayer for one another, to thanksgiving for all the things that we have to be thankful for right now. And there are a lot. We're going to devote ourselves to reading the word together. We're going to devote ourselves to exhorting one another and to holding fast to doctrine. So good doctrine, of course. And it's the Bible's full of it. So that's probably it from me. I don't know that I've shared anything profound today, but I hope that you've heard my heart that if nothing else is held fast during this season, hold fast, devote yourselves to, I've just had a blank, to prayer and thanksgiving, to reading the word publicly with one another, to exhorting one another and to the, and to the study of the scripture, to doctrine. Because this is a time when our church, you church, can actually go forward and grow and impact this world because we've got opportunity before us we haven't had before. And I truly believe it, that this is the time for us to prepare, to actually gird ourselves, to get these things straight and in order, to make decisions. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Um this is the time for us to actually get this together, get this happening, make a decision, make a commitment. Now, when I say that, I said every week before, but we know that, you know, we're all human and every week, like, I'm, I'm, we've got a weekend coming off, coming off, coming up. We've got a weekend off coming. Life happens, but we're just committing. This is church is going to happen, however small it has to be, but our hearts are fully 100% engaged. We're going to devote ourselves. Thanks so much for joining me.
today and um, have a great week. See ya.